0: This episode of the Infamous Podcast is brought to you by CBS All Access. Looking for a new streaming service to add so you can watch more stuff? Check out CBS All Access. Hit up Infospodcast.com slash CBS, and you can get a free one-week trial to CBS All Access and check out things like Star Trek Discovery, Picard, Survivor, um, you know, all the other cool stuff that CBS has to offer, Star Trek Discovery, I said that already, you should really watch that. Um. Yeah, so hit up InfantistPodcast.com slash CBS to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the Infantist Podcast. This is episode 240. This is Brian. I got Daryl with me. We're talking life. For life. I, am, are, you, are you in this for life, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> anyway, so we are we're talking Bad Boys for Life. Uh or like I said to you earlier, Bad Boys th- Bad Boys Three Life. Um we've got PS five news. We've got um what else? Oh my tablet just closed. Uh we got uh HBO Max news and we got Joker news. Did I miss anything? Batman. Well, I mean that's all part of the Joker news, but um all right, let's kick off how you doing? How's your day? How's your week been? You oh, were supposed to nice. come record with me here in the studio in the Nerd Den studio and you're like, "No, we're going to yeah. do it remote. I have to work." Pfft, yeah. Sucker. Well, no, with your so job. I was
1: Well, it was that wasn't the reason. It was because I was supposed to watch Bad Boys last night. Yeah. Went to the gym. I had three I went to the gym, you know, to work out, and then I had yeah. two classes including yeah. conditioning class and I was wiped. I That's was like, all right. All right, "There's no way I'm going to pay attention to this." So
0: well, that's alright. I early. I started watching it at like ten thirty. I think that's when I texted you, said, "Why is this movie two hours and four minutes long?" Um yeah. and I fell asleep with like twenty seven minutes to go. I woke up around three and watched that last twenty seven minutes, um, and then went to bed. <laughs> so
1: you know, it's funny that like we were we were about to watch it at the same time. Yep. Like, and then I was like, I I turned it on. The credits started, and I said, "Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it."
0: Nope so um all right cool so before we get started uh check out our patreon if it's so that's patreon thanks to Julian Brown from A strange new pod and everything is permitted for your continued support each month um and yeah let's let's uh as Phil deFranco would say let's just jump into it right yeah
1: let's get it on <laughs> to quote Mills Lane one of my favorite referees of all time there you no, go my favorite referee. My favorite referee of all time.
0: Or uh, three, two, one, dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know a lot of people are going to be like, Mills Lane, who in the hell is that?
0: Yeah. Wasn't okay, that the uh, my H there? Yeah, you are. All right. Uh, let's talk PS5 first. So Sony just had a major event today, um, which is why we decided to record a little bit later than we normally do. <laughs> uh, so Man. we could finish it out. All right. So TLDR, it looks like a weird spaceship building type thing. Mm-hmm. Um people on Twitter are already tearing it apart um by taking like pieces of white paper or envelopes and taping it to their their modem. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, a lot of old like tower PCs are being shared. Uh someone made it an aircraft carrier. Someone just put a picture of a white um three-ring binder <laughs> up. <laughs> and funny. then uh Someone did a funny meme. It's, it's, uh, hey, mom, can we stop and get a PS5? No, we have PS5 at home. And then at home, it's a picture of an Xbox 360. So, <laughs> which I thought <laughs> yeah, was pretty re- funny.
1: Yeah. I really like the design, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the controller. Yeah. I, I love the controller. Uh, I, I actually like the design probably because it's different from the last few playstations exactly all the other playstations for the most part have been like this one tone and again don't get me wrong i like the ps4 from an architectural standpoint mm-hmm. and i and i do have the glacial one i have the limited edition so nice it's better than the normal i have you know i'm going to just that's my flex right now do you have the
0: pro do you have the ps4 pro no i do not so, so i can't flex with the pro. i kind of like i i didn't get the pro and like because i got it as a christmas present and i had been like saying well hey i want the pro if you get me one and you know she didn't which is fine but um i'm like if there's a pro version of this i'm gonna probably wait well, i'm not gonna get the digital edition though i'm gonna get the so one with the optical drive
1: yeah, and and that's what I was going to talk about—the normal and like well, the normal versus the digital. And I like the idea of the digital, but I just I don't think I I'm going to go that route.
0: Well, I mean, uh, we still have a ton of like physical discs. I, I haven't right. fully integrated every movie to to being digital, but even yeah. with that, it's all on iTunes. So I, I wouldn't be using PS4 for that or the PS5 for that anyway. Um, but and, to that
1: point, it's going to be backwards compatible, and I do right. have I do have probably a dozen games that on disc. Mm-hmm. So before I actually, you know, saw the light and start getting stuff digitally. Yeah.
0: So um, it, it said it's going to cover a majority of the four thousand current PS4 titles.
1: Four thousand. Wow. Yeah,
0: there's. I, I mean, didn't even know. I mean, it's an old wow. system. I mean, it's it's like what five or six years old at this point. Well,
1: I got mine in 2014, and I think it. Okay, came so out yeah, more, in 2012, something like that. Yeah, 2012? so it's like eight years old. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. You know, it's time for it's time for an upgrade. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think, um, you know, I like the Verge article I, I'm looking at, and I'll link to in the show notes. Says that without the optical drive, it looks substantially thinner than the regular mm-hmm. model i disagree yeah, i mean it it just the it the, doesn't
1: look substantially yeah thin, uh, thinner it does look thinner it's but just like, got
0: an added like hill to it with the yeah. optical drive and and it still looks very beautifully you know just kind of laid out in there it, it's it's a I'm, very utilitarian looking device which yeah. I, I appreciate I'm,
1: I'm really curious, though, the price differential between the normal version and the digital edition.
0: I imagine the normal edition will probably cost between 100 and $200 more than the digital edition. Um, mm-hmm. My concern is the, the storage limits. Um, right. And it's got a proprietary yes. um, solid-state drive yes with it so i i don't i don't know what that means but it says you'll get a boost in load times for games um but it it says that it's going to provide 825 gigabytes of storage and 5.5 gigabytes of performance um sony's requiring that all games are installed to the internal ssd to make make use of the read speeds which is the opposite of how i use my ps4
1: see that that might be a problem there especially if you have a lot of games and and like for example today the ps or the ps4 but uh call of duty had a probably a 30 gig download and every season they have this 30 gig download Mm -hmm. but what they did do is they used some previous assets which made it take up i think they said only four gigabytes on the actual drive itself Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how excuse me because a lot of these games are going to be massive. Well,
0: like Red Dead Redemption 2 is a 100 gigabyte yes. game. I did not get right. Red Dead Redemption 2 because it was a 100 gigabyte game. I didn't like like I might as well just go get a, a dedicated external hard drive just for that game, right? Um Well,
1: well, you know what I did? I so I installed a 2 gig mm-hmm. hard drive on you know, on my PS4 right. in, internally, but I also got a four, uh, not two gig, four terabyte, yeah. two terabyte hard drive internally and a four terabyte yeah. external hard drive. So, I mean, I but, have the
0: 500 gigabyte internal and then a two terabyte external, but I don't have oh, as many games. Oh, you got games. the baby one. Well, again, <laughs> I didn't buy it, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm kidding. Well, I got, that's what I got when I bought it too. So I'm, I'm just messing with you right Did there. Did you
0: go to GameStop but, to get the, that or did you do it yourself
1: yes i got the games i went
0: to to get the to get ps4 the, yeah to, to get the the two terabyte one installed internally
1: oh no i did that myself oh you
0: did oh, okay cool
1: yeah um we'll I, to... I know a little tech stuff i know yeah know a little, some of that. i have to talk to uh, you about how you but... did
0: that so i can i can do that but um but no i mean i would fully expect this to be a two or three terabyte device especially... i would think so yeah especially with how storage is it's getting to be so cheap every year, how much cheaper it's getting. Um, you know so I, I think that, that that's the one thing that conf- concerns me is that it's the proprietary SSD solution. and you know, what does that mean for for 4k games that are going to be even bigger than HD games? and right? You know, like I imagine The Last of Us, games like that are going to be huge because they are these big open world concept well, games. No, Horizon Zero Dawn Yeah, we were just talking for about Forbidden West.
1: That, yeah. And, well, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, that's going to be open world. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really – and then there was – I don't know if you saw the very mysterious and confusing trailer for this game – called pragmata i did not come out till 2022 yeah it looks like a mix between and the guy like one of the youtubers i listened to said it looks like a cross between death stranding and inception (laughs) i have no idea what it's about but it looks gorgeous
0: yeah uh speaking of looking gorgeous the controller yes i I think the controller the controller gets better with every generation um it's, Absolutely It's, it's kind of like the Slayer to, to each generation a controller is born um, <laughs> And then each one is better than the last And I mean this is This is definitely a work of art My my concern that I have with the controller Is the uh, triangle square X and circle buttons They look like they're completely flush to the
1: Yeah
0: To the side there I, I, Where it's like I really like that they, they stick up a little bit So we'll see yeah, I like that I, they moved the speaker on top of the, the controller though and then sit the, up on the bottom. Yeah, and then the PS button is just the logo. It doesn't it's not a big circle circular button, so you're not gonna accidentally hit it.
1: Right. I uh, yeah, I'm constantly
0: what... accidentally hitting that button yeah. during game. Oh
1: I dude, I've done that during a gunfight in Call of Duty, so mm. that really sucks yeah, when that happens.
0: I'm sure your your clan enjoyed that when you did that. Yeah. Dude, so. I'm a lone wolf. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I, I, I did did not realize um anyway. So, yeah, I I think, you know, this is this is good news. I want to I want to know when it's coming out. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was announced um coming out this holiday season. Um, oh man,
1: that looks really good. Yeah, too.
0: everything I've seen of that looks pretty good. All like all the Unreal Engine stuff that they've been running the with the new Unreal Engine stuff on there is really good. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I like all the like the ambient light that's going to come off of this thing. It's it, it's it's a really and- interesting device. I I think that um we're we're, we're just s- scratching the surface of what the PS5 is going to be.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and and like like we said before, you know, we started recording, this will be probably the first PlayStation, like I'm trying to think back uh, that I that I'm gonna get not a year or two after it's
0: come out. Yeah, I've never gotten one on launch, and you know, like I'm I'm typically an early adopter for things with yeah. things like the PlayStation I've or the gaming consoles I've always been leery of getting right away just so that uh, they can work the bugs out in that first generation or that first shipment. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: I think I might have gotten the PS3. Like on launch, because I know I got it in Walmart, of all places, because nobody else had any, I think, or was that the, I actually know, I think it was a bundle, a special edition bundle I got there, so it was, it was a little bit after it come out, so. So,
0: I don't know, I loved the PS2, Um, Yeah. I mean, before the PS4, I think it was the, like, or I don't know if it still is the the greatest selling console of all time, but um, I think the PS4 might have passed that. But yeah, I like. I still have the PS2. It's it's down in a box in the basement. Cause yeah, I, I, I still have mine. Too. I pull it out every once in a while to play the real Star Wars Battlefront 2, so I can go on some Ewok hunts.
1: <laughs> Ewok hunts. Oh yeah,
0: that was my favorite game mode. And the in the actual You're the a monster the flight the um the actual like combat and, and flying battles were, were far superior to what they've given us on the next-gen consoles. So.
1: Which makes no sense. None
0: whatsoever. Alright, so let's jump from uh, a device that will stream things to a streaming service with HBO Max.
1: Speaking of not making sense...
0: Yeah, I was about to say. Um, HBO Max just launched. Um, it didn't really launch with a whole bunch of new stuff. Love Life, um, the Anna Kendrick show, which really has good. been really good. So they, they put out the last four episodes today. I haven't watched them yet of the first season, um, but I've dug it so far of of the first six episodes. Um, right. it, it's a very interesting, like sex in the city ish kind of story without, you know, being sex it reminds in city. me
1: a lot about of about it reminds me a lot of high fidelity from yeah Hulu
0: with yeah, Zoe yeah, kravitz.
1: Yeah. like so. another sh- another show that w- i i really enjoy
0: i still have to watch that um because i love the book and the movie so much um but i'm a big fan of Zoe kravitz so that like that's not what's holding me back it's just a matter of you know sitting down to to watch yeah. it because i understand i don't know are the episodes a half hour or are they an hour
1: yeah, they're, they're, it's very same
0: format okay, cool. as, as Love Life. Okay, so so I'll definitely check that one out soon. But the, the big thing about HBO Max that's kind of the head-scratcher is they're already pulling some of the top DC titles off of the service starting July 1. Um, and that means... And I'm going to say top titles, and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek when I say this. But it's Justice League, Batman versus Superman, Poop of Justice... Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, <laughs> Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, and the losers. Um, and and this this deadline article that you shared with me says, "But don't fret, they'll be back." They shouldn't be going away in the first Why place. Why are they going away they, in the first they're place? They're getting rid of their the DC Universe um, app, standalone app, at some point in the in the very near future. They just canceled DC Direct or DC Daily whatever the, the daily DC talk show that was on there. Um, yeah. So, but you know, again, in, in, this deadline article makes, makes a point to say you can still watch Aquaman um, or underwater black Panther uh, Shazam Joker in quotes uh, Green Lantern. I'm not sure why you'd want to watch that And the old Supergirl from the eighties with Helen Slater, um, which is actually not a horrible movie. But yeah, I don't. I'm
1: not sure about that, but I agree with that. And and
0: then it says here there'll also be a new batch of DC films hitting HBO Max in July and another in August. What are the other DC films that are going to hit in July when these come off? Maybe aren't that many. It's not uh, maybe, but I mean, not probably not because it's it's that'll probably be August. Yeah, it might be August. That'd be August. Um. But it's not Marvel. They don't have twenty-two movies in in the can right. to do this. And you know, let's be honest. Of of the the movies that are coming off, Wonder Woman is the best one. Yes. Of of that lot, um, Suicide Squad is probably after that. I, I think what they need to do is leave Justice League on there so as many people can watch it as possible. And leave it on there when the Snyder cut comes out next year, so I can sit there with my tablet with the original cut and I can have the Snyder cut on my four K TV and I can compare. Right. Plain yeah, and simple.
1: I I I do not get that's that would be like Marvel saying, Okay, you know what, let's take off Ant Man, let's take off this, let's take off Incredible Hulk or yeah. Hulk's not on there, I don't think,
0: actually. Um, no, let's the take Incredible off Iron Hulk
1: Man thing, or so. let's take off five or six of our movies. Yeah. Like you said, with Marvel though, they could do that because they would still have fourteen or fifteen movies. Right. DC does not have that in the bullpen. No. So it like, makes sense. And, and here's the sense. thing
0: is the Losers, Jonah Hex, Catwoman, and the the Burton verse Batman movies have yeah. nothing to do with the DCU. They're just DC titles. You know? Yeah. Leave them up. Like, you know, you can take Catwoman down. Who cares, right? Um, you can burn that. Jonah Hex. I never even bothered to see Jonah Hex because I didn't think Jonathan track was a right person to play Jonah. I, t-
1: I tried watching that. So yeah, that's, the that's Losers is a, is know.
0: a awesome cast in a relatively bad movie, but it's still fun to watch. Um, yeah, you know, because I mean, the Losers was not a great comic book. Let's just you know be be perfectly honest there. But yeah, I don't understand why why they're why they're doing this and. You know why you would do it so so soon after launch yeah, makes zero sense
1: and again, I know this this is might be a little different than other things, but I mean they're also and again, this is a little different, but like it's funny they're they're like removing gone with the wind uh for various reasons okay they're gonna bring that they're gonna bring that back too though
0: well they are but they're so they're making a little like vignette to go in front of it to talk about how like this was a different time which i'm i'm fine with right like but my big problem is the guy who directed 12 years a slave is the one who really pushed them to get it off of the platform all right when directors of other movies start saying hey this movie has to be censored or this movie has to come down or this or that it's like, all right, how are you going to act or how is your estate going to act in 50, 70 years when someone's like, well, 12 years of slave turned out to be whatever, like that can't be, that can't be shown on whatever, you know, mind's eye streaming services that we have in, in, you know, 80 years. Like I'm not okay with that sort of thing. And, you know, Gone with the Wind is a, you know, but is, is a seminal American film.
1: Yeah, this is a problem I have with me. It's basically saying, they're basically saying, you all are stupid, so we have to put something ahead of this. Because, again, this is a movie that's made in, what, when was that made? In the 39
0: or something 1932, like I think, something, early in, 30s.
1: In the 30s. In the 30s. In the 30s. Again, and, and when I have conversations with people about most stuff, you have to ask what, what is the context of this? Right. You know, this was not made last year. Okay. This was not made two years ago. This was made in a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, and people should have the intelligence to understand that. Yeah. Obviously with a lot of stuff going on, we're seeing that people don't have the intelligence and we're seeing the HBO and the executive obviously don't have the intelligence mm-hmm. and not, I'm not just for gone with the wind, but for moving their DC movies, it just, Again, I don't know necessarily if these are the same people. These people are the same yep. that are making these decis- both decisions.
0: Yeah. So it was, you're right, it was 1939. And they, they, t- they took it down for uh, a denouncement of the movie's racist stereotypes. Now, Hattie Mayfield was the first uh, black woman to win an Oscar yes. for this movie. Um, you know, Clark Gable took a stand on her behalf because they weren't going to let her come to the Oscars to accept her, um, her award. And, and Clark Gable's like, well, if Hattie's not going, I'm not, or Hattie McDaniel, uh, I'm not going. Um, and you know, like this is, this is a, this is a seminal American film. Absolutely. Right. This is like Citizen Kane is considered like the greatest film of all time, which is arguable, but that's up there. Casablanca is, is an amazing movie. Um, yeah. the Godfather, even though like, I'm not a huge fan of the Godfather movies. Um, it is. It is a seminal American film, and and this is this is in that oh, conversation. 100%. And the the thing is, is like, great. It's got these horrible stereotypes in there. Absolutely, I'm not going to disagree with that. But right. the, when when you erase that sort of thing, we are destined to repeat to repeat those mistakes. And and you know, I think I'm fine. Okay, HBO wants to to put a. A disclaimer, a disclaimer before for it, it yeah, and, but it's going to be like a video, it's not just a, a title card. Um, here's the thing if you when you put that up, do not let people skip that, make it a non skippable thing where you have to sit but, and watch but, it. And again, this, because then this it'll, is the it'll thing, though. bring home about hey, that's why this is bad.
1: Okay, I, I again, this it, it goes along with the lines if you're going to do this, you also better say, you know, put um, credit to Clark Gable with what you said, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, because that if you're gonna if you're gonna just do something which again it's my opinion i think it's dumb because i think people are smarter than that mm-hmm. although again
0: no people, people are, are not smarter than that
1: yeah that um, yeah that's true so um and and you know tell the whole a, story
0: yeah and and you know don't just demonize people in the south because in, in there is a a long tradition of that southern bell right mm-hmm. and and right. the the idea of the southern gentleman and you know it, it it's it's not an awesome culture don't get me wrong it's it was filled with a lot of hate and a lot of things that obviously like we've tried to wrongs that we've tried to write wrongs that we failed at writing um but at at the end of the day this is a work of fiction yes and 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 let me reiterate that this is a work of fiction and so i i think you know i i think the fact that this has jumped to the number 1 um movie on amazon on
1: amazon for, yeah
0: for purchase in, you know it, it says it says a lot about what people what people think um about the film and and it is a favorite and you know the again the woman who wrote the book was very racist you know <laughs> and and it's it's not an excuse and we're not making excuses for it yeah. but it is. It's and, an important American film that that people need to see, um, even though it's forever long. And it and just. I will say for, that, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: As I will say, I, I love what you said about the history and repeating. And I, I implore people: read history, don't listen to the news. Actual, read the history of some of these things. And I don't. I'm not going to get into some of the things going on today. Read your history, like not just history from a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago the history from 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Cause a lot of people don't understand like some of the stuff going on in the background and not conspiracy theory. I mean, actual history of, you know, who created this, who founded this and what were they, what were they like? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, don't just take what you hear, you know, from, you know, newscaster for granted. Right. Cause I know a lot of schools now aren't teaching history. Well, they, they really aren't.
0: I mean, so Joe Rogan talked about this a while ago is like you can blame the Daily Show for a lot of the state of our, our news media um, mm-hmm. because it was never meant to be a news show. It's a satire. Yeah. Just like the Colbert Rapport was. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, it, it's one of those things where people started getting their news from. And now people are going to John Oliver and Trevor Noah like they're giving actual news and they're not. They're giving actual opinion and yeah. you know, while they're, you know, I think John Oliver is entertaining. Um, I stopped watching the um, last week tonight when all they did was talk Trump, Trump, Trump because it's annoying and I don't want to hear about it. Um, yeah. I don't think Trevor Noah is funny. I never have. He's not um, funny at all.
1: He's not. He. At I, least I've chuckled with John Oliver. Yeah, you know, well, John IP's Oliver, you'll you'll just
0: laugh out loud, especially like yeah. the antics when they sue people or they like, you know, buy IP to. To mess with people. um. But like Trevor Noah, like once had stated about, and I'm just going to paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote of me, like talking about how it's pretty funny that people talk about the United States as a country when it's really 50 little independent countries. No shit, dude. That's how it was set up. Like each state has its own set of law and governor. And, and you know, like the people who are like, everything has to be the same across the country. It, no, like that's like a strong federal government, and that's not what the country was set up to be. That's
1: not what it was,
0: and we're not a history podcast, and we're not a political podcast. So no. I'm going to stop talking about this right now, and I'm going to jump to the next rumor that's happening. Is there there? Well, one, there's a rumor that the Matt Reeves, the Batman, is going to be a trilogy. So let's uh let's not pretend like this is uh set in stone. <laughs> so I mean, if that movie does, if it does poorly, it's, bomb, it's not getting. Yeah. Hitting, we don't have to worry yeah about it. But they're, they're, they're rumoring that they're going to have a new Joker. And so this is kind of one of the main things I wanted to talk about. Um, enough. Enough with the Joker. We don't need another Joker. It, it, it's it's overkill at this point. Um, Heath Ledger played a version of a Joker. Uh, Jared Leto played a version of a Joker. Um, Heath, Joaquin, er, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix played... Um, the idea of a version of a joker jack and nicholson actually even, played the joker
1: yeah and and again that's not even taking into account the quote-unquote joker-ish characters from gotham right so we Which, do not yeah. need and again i understand that joker and batman you know they're peas and cares with you know, yeah. when you're talking about that character however there are plenty of villains in Batman's
0: Gallery. We have that never used. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on, on, on the bandwagon of Batman's Rogues Gallery. For years, years and years and years and years and years, there has only been talk about how Batman has the greatest Rogues Gallery of any comic book character, right? Part of what makes right. Batman so great is his Rogues Gallery. Have we ever gotten a clayface in a movie?
1: Mm in uh, other than the comic or other no, no. than the cartoons yeah no. no in the
0: movies no clayface yeah. is one of the best batman villains um firefly is a great batman villain that could be done very well in like a more realistic version of of batman um we haven't had a good riddler <laughs> we haven't had a good two-face
1: well, we had a decent riddler and um batman v superman uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh that no, was that was that, was
0: that was that was Alexander James <laughs> Luther. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's one of these things where now this is a hundred percent rumor, right? Yeah. Um. But here's the. Because they even mentioned
1: Bane in that article too. Right. Oh Bane yeah, we light, we had re- resurrect.
0: Bane. We had a version of Bane. Um. We've had two versions of Bane. Neither one of them were remotely close to what Bane should be. Um. But uh, enough of the Joker. Like, there's too much of it the The movie Joker was so overhyped and so, in my opinion, underwhelming. Um, Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for a role that seven different guys in Hollywood could play.
1: Well, I th- this is where we differ in a little bit. We we're similar. The movie itself, I wasn't. You know, I thought the movie was decent. Um, I'll watch it again. I didn't buy it. Uh, I'll watch it again one of these days. Mm-hmm. I thought Joaquin Phoenix was phenomenal in it. Um. I don't know about the Oscar verge part of it. I, that's always dicey with me. Mm-hmm. You know who wins the Oscar just because. Yeah, you know, I, I know I haven't watched everything, and a lot of times it's the hype itself that gets the rewards. That's why I never watched the, the Oscars. Period. Yep. But I 100% agree. I thought it, that movie was absolutely overhyped. I I, I was talking to uh, my you know instructor uh, yesterday, and I was telling him about the movie, and I said, you know, I thought it would do okay. I did not expect it to do as well as it did right and but to the point of the joker itself we do not need again this is in what 10 years we've had three ver. well if you want to count gotham four versions of the joker yeah
0: i mean plus we've had like all the different animated versions of him mark hamill that's not even
1: counting mark hamill has been the
0: absolute best uh the guy that was bender in futurama uh joe Oh crap, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh but the guy was the voice of Bender in Futurama. He did the voice of ba- of Joker in Under the Red Hood, and it was amazing. And oh, it was, was so- it was yeah, and it was a completely different version of the yeah. Joker than than what we got from Mark Hamill, which in my mind is like Kevin Conroy, the the one true Joker. Um you know, like we've we got kind of a version of Poison Ivy. I would like to get like the more fanatical eco terrorist version of uh, right of Poison Ivy. I thought Killian Murphy, Cillian Murphy, however you say it, was a really good Scarecrow, but like they used only part of him, and and you know they didn't yeah. go they didn't go far enough. Uh, we haven't really gotten a real Mister Freeze.
1: <laughs> you okay, know, okay, everyone,
0: um, chill. I I feel like Danny DeVito was a really good. Uh, penguin.
1: Um, penguin. Yeah, uh, he
0: was. I don't want to see Colin Farrell as the Penguin, which that's who the Penguin is in the first movie. I don't. I just. Um, I. I just not yeah.
1: seeing that. I mean, I like Colin Farrell as an actor. I. I just. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just not seeing him in that
0: role. I'd like to see like a real Bane come into play, um, like the real methodical, like venom toting Bane, um, Black Mask was one of the few bright points of the acid trip that is Harley Quinn and the birds of prey Catwoman's never gotten a really good movie. Um, other than, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer and, and Batman returns, my boy dead shot. Let's give him a fair shot or a fair crack at it. Uh, death we could use, but I feel like they kind of wasted death stroke on the show. Arrow, uh, Hugo strange, Hugo strange is a fantastic yeah. Batman villain. Um, that adds a an entirely different psychological level to to Bruce Wayne's psychosis. Yeah. Um, Hush, which, you know, um, I guess they introduced Tommy Elliott at the end of Batwoman. Um, which again, why are you giving Batman's like core like modern story to someone else. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, they did that. that
1: with Supergirl too. Yeah. But um, hush,
0: and, hush is so, something that should be done like way down the line, right? Yeah. Uh
1: which like the whole Bane or not the Bane, I'm sorry. Yeah. But like a lot some of those characters I, I would say Bane, especially Dead uh Deathstroke like even if they used them, you could like you could use them down the road. Yeah, then, yeah, but you wouldn't want to use them early on. No. And like they said, like I know this is rumor, but it was saying that they were going to introduce the Joker mm-hmm. possibly in the second movie.
0: Which yeah. No, just don't use again, the Joker in the first three movies. Don't
1: use the Joker, just Mad Hatter. Like, and it, we
0: haven't had the Mad Hatter.
1: Yeah, we haven't had again, Man we, Bat, You know. Again, we've had these some of these com- this similar conversation yeah. when we're talking about Marvel and right. Wolverine.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, so.
1: Uh, it just leave off of Wolverine for a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, Hugh Jackman just played him a couple yep. years ago for a, a decade and a half. Yep. we don't need and we don't we don't Wolverine. We don't need him to be the centerpiece of the X Men. Right.
0: Let's I mean, get ventriloquist. How about that? Like I mean, Scarface.
1: Right. I just love how you're just like spelling off all these names. It's
0: it's you know, it's that Solomon Grundy. We haven't had Solomon Grundy ever. Like, I think they used some sort of an arrow.
1: Yeah. A a version of an arrow.
0: But, you know, it's that, Um, you know, and then I mean, these are just the top line ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, But you've got other ones like Anarchy. You've got Brother Eye. You've got, you know, Catman which is, you know, the, the mirror version of, of Bruce and, and Dick Grayson. Um, Cluemaster, and you could bring Stephanie Brown into it and, and add spoiler. You've got Copperhead. You've got Count Vertigo, who is, you know, mainly a Green Arrow villain, but, you know, whatever. Green Arrow, the Arrow show took a ton of Batman villains. Took a lot of
1: Batman villains.
0: Um, yeah. You know, they, 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 they're in, oh, what was it, Batman 92 came out this week where they introduced um, Punchline, the Joker's daughter. You know? <laughs> so KG Beast. KG Beast is a oh, fantastic yeah. character. Um well, he was
1: in guess what he was in? No. Yeah. He was in Arrow. Oh, he
0: was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there there's a lot of that. You could do you could do Ray Shall Ghoul again and do it right. Um, you know, and and I don't know. So this is just a a it's a it's a knit I, I I just have to pick at. Because there's too much Joker in in yeah. DC. Um just like there's too they, much Batman, to be honest. Like yeah. I'd be okay yeah, if they didn't absolutely. do any more Batman for a decade.
1: Yeah, I I would hunt be a hundred percent on that. But how, how about we that, get that, Superman the, right?
0: How about we keep going with the Wonder Woman story the way it is?
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I I just like people what they what they're thinking from they're thinking a perspective of if we throw the Joker in here, you know, mm-hmm. people will want to see that. Yeah. And some, and, and, and in, a, in a way, they're right. Some people yeah. will want to see it because there's just a Joker. Mm-hmm. Instead of, why, why don't you want to do this? Instead of just throwing that in there for the money's sake, why don't you create a, a compelling story?
0: How about you do quarterbacks? Some house? of the
1: villains. You know what? I, that was the thing I had been thinking about through this whole conversation.
0: So I so with with, with Snyder and Capullo's run on Batman with the whole rebirth thing and actually with the new fifty two, like while you were reading that were their 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 work, you were invested, you were engaged, mm-hmm. it was really good, but it's forgettable, right? Like nothing that right. they the it wasn't like the old Chuck Dixon runs or, you know, um previous to that, but it was it was all really really good and it it moved the character forward in a much different way unfortunately it was saddled with the disjointed post flashpoint continuity um Ugh. yeah but yeah oh hey just speaking of flashpoint like they fired Sawyer Hartley Sawyer however you say his name um off of that why is Ezra Miller still allowed to work they have videotape of him choking a lady to the ground yeah like I- isn't that worse as bad yeah at very least I, as bad oh so oh,
1: they fired him for something that he said eight or nine seven yeah. eight seven eight and six years before he was signed on to the yep. Flash. that's very important yeah just because just
0: putting that out there but. If, he,
1: if there's something somebody said while they were under contract mm-hmm. i might not agree with it but i could understand it more
0: yeah however if you're under contract guess what yeah. your freedom of speech does not give you freedom of consequences And as an employer, your employer can be like, I don't agree with what you said. I don't want to work with you anymore. I mean, that guy's never going to have a job ever again in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, he's going to, it's going to be tough because he's not like what you would call, you know, a must have guy. Yeah. You know, right. And so, like, but when you fire someone for once, first of all, the producers of, I, I will say this, the producers of The Flash are cowards for the simple fact that they knew that these tweets were out there. Yeah. 100%. Cuz
0: yeah.
1: he got hired on in 2017. These tweets were in 2011, 2012, 2013. So several years before he got hired. Yeah. And if you didn't know, then that's your fault for not doing due diligence.
0: Yeah. Um it's like John Campia said in in his bit about it like why aren't you paying some college kid $500 to to run a background search? Yeah. So yeah. that's absolutely. what interns this is what interns are for. Especially millennial yeah. interns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, I, I thought of another great one Professor Pig. Professor Pig is an amazing villain, Batman villain. Amazing Batman villain. That could be awesome. Yeah, I'm not
1: familiar with that. That's I'm, one of those. I'm not You could go back and do
0: Gotham by Ghastly. There, there's there's a, a very rich history of Batman that does not begin and end with the Joker. And, yes. you know, the comic for for the longest time like there would be spans of like a year or two where you wouldn't get anything from the joker and then he would pop back up and ruin everything like not ruin the story but like ruin everything and yeah he's not like you know like he's in when he's in in arkham he's biding his time he's you know he's a master tactician and strategist and you know he's he's just waiting for the right time to strike um which is what Bane did, like, when you go back and look at Nightfall. Like, I think Nightfall oh, yeah, was... Nightfall is yes. probably the most cinematic Batman story in the last 30, 40 years um, that they, they haven't even touched. And, you know, you could do Nightfall, and then you could lead that into a Hush trilogy really, really easily. Yeah. And then was... you follow up Hush with Court of Owls. As a true, I mean, that's nine movies right there that they could do.
1: Yeah, but so. we we know that's, and again, we, this is based on if the first movie is going to do. So who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen with this trilogy? You know,
0: I the more I'm reading about it, like I know I don't care that Robert Pattinson didn't work out during Corona I think you're, Um yeah. the the more I I read about it, the like I wasn't excited excited for it to start. Um but i'm definitely not like ooh the batman i yeah. like where has this movie been my whole life
1: <laughs> yeah i this is one of those movies where i'll see like ah i'll check it out you know i'm not excited at all yeah you know yeah. it was kind of like honestly a captain marvel for me where it was like it's a marvel movie so i'm going to go see it but and, I, i'm not excited for and it and
0: i think had the planet of the apes trilogy modern trilogy um gone out with more of a bang and less of a whimper. I might be a little mm-hmm. more excited about Matt Reeves' vision.
1: <laughs> the, the first two were so good.
0: The the first one was the fir- so different and amazing and and what a yeah. cool way to to start it off. And then the second one is is I'm- you know, The Empire Strikes Back of the Planet yeah. of the Apes movies and then the third one is The Last Jedi of the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah.
1: I still haven't watched the third one again. I, I need to go back. It's not I mean, I, good. I, I liked it. I, I thought, I see. I liked, I liked it, but it did not. It definitely lacked.
0: Well, I mean, we talked about this on, on like, right. not you and I, but your, your predecessor. But, yeah. Um, we talked about that movie, and it should have never been called War for the Planet of the Apes.
1: Yeah, that was very. Yeah.
0: It, it should have been called Prison Break for the Planet of the Apes, or um, something. It, it, it actually, what it should have been called is Planet of the Apes Contagion and you know because it showed what was happening with the, the virus that took away humans cognitive ability and speech
1: yeah it, yeah so, that it, that was mistitled and but hey who knows what's going to happen with this who, yeah. Um, yeah you know hey there, trilogies are bound you know with the rumors of the, your favorite uh, Mr. Johnson getting a Star Wars one but uh, we uh, can talk about that next week
0: the, I, that's still like <laughs> I don't believe that'll happen. I don't think I, I don't think enough people will go see
1: I don't think a so. Ryan yeah, Johnson yeah,
0: I, led movie. And the fact that the rumor is that it's gonna revolve revolve around Broom Boy.
1: Get the fuck out of here. Get out. Yeah, I read that. I read that and I laughed. I felt like just, I
0: felt like as I was reading that, I'm like, wow, this dude who's writing this article is trolling everybody hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> Because nobody's going to see a movie about Broomboy, especially yeah. like, and I love Ray. I think Ray is Ray and Kylo slash Ben Solo, Ren are the lone bright spots of the sequel trilogy. Um, yeah, and you know Poe and and Finn should have been right up there with them, but the second movie killed their characters, just killed them to to the point where. They were more comedy pieces than anything That's else in like watching, the Rise of Skywalker.
1: Watching Last Jedi again after we talked about it. this is a few months ago, yeah, because it has some very good moments. But the fact that they screwed Finn like that and just made him a punchline—it's—it it, it reminds me in a way of why I don't give a damn about Drax mm-hmm. in the Guardians movie or anything because he—he—he's nothing. He's not. He's there for only just for last he has no character, virt- virtually no character now. No, and and that's that is such a disservice to a character that was very interesting when he first came out. And for Finn, this guy was a stormtrooper. He was taken from right. his planet or from his people, mm-hmm. and then he rebels. And imagine what they could have done with that.
0: Well, I still think you know he should have been forced in some way. And we are on a huge tangent Let's uh, yeah, let's go to our main topic for for today's show. Uh, or this week's podcast or whatever you want to call it what you're going to do uh what you're going to do for life for life
1: nwo <laughs> that was just hollywood hogan's
0: music that wasn't the nwo yeah. music um, but but he like when it came out they yeah. would say that well, new yeah. new world order new 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 world order anyway uh bad boys for life Okay, so I did I text you saying like the opening of this movie was the most Michael Bay thing ever Michael Bay.
1: Yeah, except I will Michael say Bay I had will nothing to do with, with
0: this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I will say the the most Michael Bay movie to ever Michael Bay opening was 6 Underground.
0: Oh, absolutely. 100. <laughs> like on the 100 right there. Um so this film was directed by Adil and Bilal I think is the the I name don't... there. Um written by Chris Bremer, Peter Craig, and Joe carahan Um, this is a sequel to the two thousand three Bad Boys Two. It is the third Which, installment, yet it's called Bad Boys for Life. Um and no if you see
1: this movie, take a drink every time they say Bad Boys for Life in this movie.
0: Oh. Yeah. Right? I mean, your <laughs> your liver's gonna be gone. Um So Will Smith is back. Martin Lawrence is back. um, His uh, Martin's uh, Teresa Randall, Teresa Randall's back. The daughter's back. Reggie's back. Um, That made me very excited that they found that actor to come back um, and be the the baby daddy, um, eventually husband of of, um, (laughs) of Marcus's daughter there. I, I I did like this movie, like I enjoyed it, I really did. Um, but I've, I've I I like the first two Bad Boys movies. So,
1: see, I really liked the first Bad Boys movie. I did not like the second one at all. I didn't.
0: You I didn't, you didn't think like them driving movie. that that like Humvee thing through like Cuba or wherever they were, like down the yeah, mountain. That, that was awesome. That was
1: straight fast. That was straight Fast and Furious right there, dude. But that, that was, was
0: Fast and Furious like a decade before, before Fast and Furious yeah. did it. So yeah, but um, no,
1: like. I, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just didn't. I just wasn't a fan of it. Uh, this one had some of the the positives I liked from the first one, mm-hmm. but it also had some of the missteps. And it, there were some very janky editing at times from C's that, like, where you jump from one thing to the next. Yeah, and it seems like something was cut out.
0: Um, There's a lot of time jumps in this movie. Yeah, a lot of time jumps. Um, and it's
1: one of those. It's one of those movies where I'm watching, where I'm thinking. In better hands, this would have been so good.
0: I would have liked to see Michael Bay direct this movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, did you
1: see his cameo? No. He, his yeah, cameo I, I, at did, the I did. Yeah.
0: So I'm that like, was oh, great. Geez. Um, <laughs> I thought he was the guy on the plane at first too. Um, when they were, because at first when they were in the row in front and behind of each other, and the guy that was sitting next to to Mike Lowry. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Did you okay? So spoilers. Um Yes. So I, I'm just gonna jump to to the one thing I I wanted to talk about. Did you think they killed him? They killed who? M- uh, Mike when he got when he got the drive by.
1: Well, I didn't think so because you know I've seen the trailer, but mm-hmm. at first that that kind of shocked me because again he, he didn't get shot once or you know winged in the shoulder or what have you. I mean, do get he got lit up.
0: I mean, he took four to the abdomen, chest area.
1: Yeah. So he got lit up. And again, we were talking about time jumps. Mm-hmm. It, there were, it was just that, that started it right there, mm-hmm. where, you know, he's in a hospital. You have Mar- uh, Martin Lawrence's character, you know, Marcus, yeah. you know, praying. And again, you know, Martin was good in the first two, you know. Mar- Martin Lawrence
0: one, he, has not acted he, enough to keep up with yeah, his what, craft did he come
1: out of retirement for this i
0: think so and i like i i've always been a martin lawrence fan like martin was a, a an awesome sitcom on fox back in the day um yeah marcus was a great um murtaugh character in the first two uh he did not to actually he did not actually need to be murtaugh like he was in this one um yeah. this this movie was very reminiscent of lethal weapon 4
1: that's actually a good, very good comparison. Yeah.
0: It it just it was Mexicans instead of Chinese. Um yeah. <laughs> and and you know it was it was very reminiscent of of that and it was but it was recovering money and not like, you know, plates to to forge money. But yeah, I think like I did like this. I really did. I I thought I thought the action sequences were done really nicely. It's a great action so, movie.
1: So that, again and i can get i'm one of those you know me i can mm-hmm. get picky with stuff yeah there are certain like first of all what was his name armando yeah but like the action sequences with him were really good
0: yeah um, even is... though they
1: even though they sped up the camera at a time but it was it sped it up in the way of Mad max fury road if you remember yeah. um oh at yeah the beginning when he was fighting yeah so
0: I mean, this is a thing I, that they do in, in martial arts films and everything. Um, yeah. so Jacob Scipio as Armand Armando Artrez, Arte, or yeah, Artez. Um, dude, Jacob Scipio should be in like, let's get this dude, dude. his own action franchise as the 100%, hero, hundred percent, one hundred percent. One as the bad guy, I was like. I was invested. I wanted to know what was going on with him. When yes. like when things started going bad for him, I was like, Oh man, don't know. What are you doing? Um <laughs> you and know. He, it had, was, he has that
1: charisma yeah. that like just he has a bright future. Like if, with, know, if he gets with, the
0: right, with the helmet the right and role. the eyes, you know, yeah. like yeah. And um the scene with the on the Miami docks with the knife, the little the little yeah, the knife, yeah. crawl, I might crawl have, knife.
1: Um, yeah as karen bit uh i may have uh rewound that a couple times yeah i definitely yeah i was
0: like (laughs) whoa
1: but yeah but overall like i i did like the action but there were again some of the action scenes i the climax Mm -hmm. i did not like that for the most part don't don't get me wrong for the most part i thought the climax was i didn't like how it was kind of structured Mm -hmm. in the sense of that the gun battle yeah like any scene with him in it uh, as far as action was great yeah um but I, I did I, – I like, so the action was like the movie itself for me. It was up and down. Yeah. Like, some, some stuff was really good, mm-hmm. and then some stuff I'm like, oh, really? But what did you say before we started? We were talking about Vanessa Hudgens.
0: Oh, dude, she she needs an action franchise herself. I was shocked, shocked at how good she did with the action yes. stuff and looked like, like she'd been, like, toting – Heavy artillery weaponry around for, yeah, she for her like she whole belonged. life, right? She looked like, like she belonged. Like uh, I'll, I'll, like I'll just go back to you were talking about Kate Beckinsale before we started. Like in the first um, Underworld movie, like it, it was a good halfway through the movie before Kate Beckinsale really looked comfortable as a death dealer, and mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens came like right out in that first scene in the garage where uh, yeah. where the dude got got forklifted, um you know, yeah, that's what, yep. Like I was like, damn, like I, I, I know, isn't is she the one who's married to Nicholas. Uh, I don't keep up with the Hollywood. I, so I, yeah. I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but, uh, Oh wait, no, she's not, she can't be, um, no, she was just a singer, but yeah, I mean, but she's like a Disney kid, right? Um, right. I, I, it's was she, in, yeah, she was in a high school musical and, and here she turns around and, and is just a in 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 this movie which was a surprise and then on the flip side of that they took alexander ludwig who were both huge fans of as as bjorn ironside and he was the tech guy which was (laughs) such a i mean that was such a great like kind of flip on its head and then rafe was really cool he was like face from the a-team um yes you know but then like like you said like there i was waiting for for that moment too for alexander ludwig's character to to cut loose and we we learned about why he was the tech guy and um when he does cut loose he's like uh, yeah, he when, loose. when they're when they're like we'll pay for your therapy he's like good i'm, yeah. I'm the, the way he looks he goes i'm really gonna need it <laughs> so it was and like was, it was great
1: and and again there's paulo nunez who played yeah. rita who was a very good addition to, um, the, to the series all
0: i gotta say is yellow dress i'm gonna yes. leave it at that guys ladies gentlemen people whoever listens to this um yellow dress that's for everybody that's just for all of us thank you yes yes you're welcome (laughs) that's what you need to say you're welcome yes
1: (laughs) so one of the other things i found an issue with were was some of the some of the jokes i i I would say half the jokes for me just didn't land or were just like well weren't necessary i i think the Uh, reason
0: for that is uh the time and place the first two movies were, were, were made in, they mm-hmm. can't make the same kind of jokes.
1: Which, and again, they, part two had the same problem for me, at least.
0: Well, right, but they kept so, trying to go up to that, like, yeah. politically incorrect line, and yeah. and never they never crossed it, and you could tell they were putting on the brakes, digging their heels into the dirt to stop from getting anywhere yeah. near the line.
1: Yeah, and also, again, I have... so. As much as I like Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. there the, the one joke, like the joke that bothered me, not because it was bad, but it was because it was just missed time for the situation was when Asgard is falling mm-hmm. uh, apart. And then Korg makes the joke of, you know, he's like, you can, no, you can build it from his foundations Yeah. And then as as long like, as oh, it has powerful.
0: a strong foundation. And then he's like, yeah. oh, sorry, no more. No, nope, yeah. there's no foundation. <laughs> I,
1: I didn't like that. That was mistimed. Another yeah. example is Infinity War, where Peter and Gamora are having that touching conversation. Mm-hmm. And then even though it's funny, don't get me wrong, the Drax stand, you know, yeah. and that's borne a lot of memes online. That's a funny joke but I didn't like it because it took away from, for me, for the emotional impact Mm -hmm. in this, when Mike finds out spoiler that Armando may be his son, he has, he has a really good conversation with Martin Mm -hmm. or with Marcus, Marcus. Yeah, And Marcus makes a joke, which again, I understand that could be the way, you know, they work together, but it took away from me from that scene, which is such a hard hitting, powerful scene that's when you, you have to you need to dial back the jokes. Even if it's yep. quote unquote in character, you still need to dial it back. You need to know know when to say, let this moment breathe. Yeah. Let this and because that scene, like I was not expecting that one bit. No. Talk about
0: a swerve of, in a movie. Right? Total. Um yeah, so I mean these two are, are the two people who directed, they're Belgian film and, and television directors. They're a duo. Um it looks like Bad Boys is their first really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're 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 announced to do uh to direct Beverly Hills Cop 4 now. It's like great. I don't okay. really I've seen I've seen their version of Beverly Hills Cop with Bad Boys yeah. for life. I don't I don't need to see this. Yeah, they haven't done anything. And this is the first thing they directed that they didn't write. Um so again, like like we talk about, um, like Captain Marvel, for example, there was a duo that did that who had only done like low budget indie stuff, um, right? Immature filmmakers, not and not like immature as in behavior, just immature filmmakers in the craft. Like again, like I feel like if Michael Bay would have made this movie, it would have been a little bit different. And they 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 definitely tried to do like an homage to Michael Bay with yes. some of the shots, you know, that that sweeping. Slow motion. The slow mo, but the sweeping shot when they're both like standing up or getting out of the car, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that Porsche was amazing. I thought like I feel man. like I feel like these guys nailed the car chases, right? Yeah, the car chase like, is good. The car chases were good. The the motorcycle with the sidecar chase was good. That was absolutely um,
1: ridiculous, but that was fun.
0: But yeah, but it that should was, be like, like that was the Hummer driving no, down and that's through what I mean. the that's a pos- favela and yeah. In, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: that's not a negative in no. in this, like, you know, even though I was talking about, you know, leading some serious moments, this is overall not necessarily, you know, certain chase, like the chasing. They don't yeah. need to be serious. No, not at all. They don't. They they don't. They can be ridiculous. Well, him bitching about having
0: to use rubber bullets the whole time. Yeah. And then <laughs> but then when they did and they, they shot Zuelo. Um, which what an awesome name for a gangbanger Zuelo. (laughs) Um, and, and Marcus keeps touching the big well, like I'm just really happy again. Like, like it seems to be the, the, the theme of, of kind of what I'm enjoying about movies lately is the restraint that that Mm -hmm. big well didn't pop.
1: (laughs) I thought they were going to do that. Like I thought he was going to get like
0: pus all over him because you know, he makes that, that pukey face anytime he sees blood. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I hate saying this because I, I, I do, I do like Martin Lawrence, but they should have killed Marcus. They, because they kill a character. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about who they kill, or should we kind of leave that?
1: Uh, just leave it. Okay,
0: so they kill a character who's been in, you know, all the movies to this point, and I feel like it would have been a little more powerful if they had killed Marcus off. Um, plus because, I think- oh, sorry, good.
1: I was about to say. I think the reason why is allowing that crack of redemption for Armando's character.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: I because I was thinking about that at the end when we went all Suicide Squad, which again, <laughs> and when I, the, the the you know what I was thinking at the end of the movie when you know you know when Mike talks to Armando, mm-hmm. you know what I was thinking if wait, they do another one i want these two together i don't yeah. want, i don't need martin we don't we don't need we martin, don't need martin
0: lawrence him. at all um and, yeah. and and to be honest maybe we don't even need will smith um yeah honestly <laughs> like i i think if you if you put him in ammo with with I was the about rest to say, of them, the ammo and yes. yeah i, I want did more of them i did like I do want, yeah i liked when they tried to sing bad boys <laughs> so um really funny real quick aside um as we're recording this like cops just got canceled <laughs> Like yeah. a day ago, um, and we decided to watch this like out of the blue, like nothing to do with denouncing the announcement of cops being canceled. Well, it was because but...
1: I, I said something about uh I have a Verizon oh yeah reward, and this was one of the movies I was going to choose so,
0: and I was like hell yeah I want to watch it anyway so, um but the 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 bad boy song um. Uh... Yeah, like I <laughs> and think. with them trying to sing it, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, don't ever do that again." That was that was a yeah. that was a good moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I. Oh, the other thing, DJ Khaled. Let's stop putting DJ Khaled in movies. What else was he in? Uh, he's in Pitch Perfect three. He's in a bunch. I mean, he's got a relatively uh a relatively big uh like cameo. Well, I guess that's not that big. Uh, he was in Pitch Perfect three. He was a voice in. Okay, never mind. Uh, he's only been in a few things. But let's just stop putting <laughs> him in. Like, enough is enough. Um,
1: I, I will say I did laugh at that where he was like, did you get pig fat on my suit? Yeah. But, I mean, that could have and been
0: anything. That, that could have just been an extra. Could been, yeah. um, it could have just been some big dude that they had. It did not need to be DJ Khaled. Um, because when I see him, all I see is DJ Khaled. Yeah. You know? Um, but... Anywho, um Yeah, this uh the 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 ammo group though with with um the kids as I'm gonna call them with they're yeah, basically the kids, yeah. Ke- Kelly Dorn and Rafe. Um if we don't get a spin-off movie of them with uh with Rita as the head and then maybe and they, they they bring Armando in, and you know, Will Smith definitely needs to be in that movie um yeah. maybe he's in charge of ammo now since she got promoted promoted to, um to captain. Uh, uh, yeah now you spoiled it we weren't gonna spoil it and you spoiled it
1: <laughs> <sighs> i
0: failed and i don't edit i mean i edit but i'm not gonna go back and edit that out okay. um so <laughs> anyway um Yeah. So I would, I I think that's, this is the direction. So much like mission impossible fallout, um, is it is a natural ending of the Ethan hunt as an agent tale. Right. Right. Um, and, and they're not, they're not doing this moving forward because Tom Cruise is a a psychopath who wants to, you know, die doing a stunt. I'm 100%. Yeah. He, uh, Ethan Hunt should be moved into the director role. It shouldn't be Angela Bassett. It should be Ethan Hunt. And then Rebecca Ferguson should be moved into the head IMF agent role. Um, In this, so Rita's moved up to the captain of the Miami-Dade Police Force. Will should be moved, or Mike Lowry should be moved into the lieutenant role in charge of ammo, where he's not always out in the field. And then Armando is in there and Kelly and Dorn and Rafe are the new bad boys team. And mm-hmm. you can still keep it with the bad boys thing. Um, you know, Marcus is off in retirement. You can bring Martin Lawrence back a little bit yeah, for, in the middle little bit, Yeah. Like l- let's say five minutes of screen time total. Um, yeah, that's you know, perfect. Pam, Pam, $10 million to do five minutes. Like, perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm all, I'm all for, for him getting to work like that. Um, you know, so so yeah. I I will say I thought so. I Armando wasn't really the villain in this movie though. No, he was the um. Oh uh, what is it? He was the word in the will of <laughs> La Bruja. Um, yeah, his mom, who was. Uh, <sighs> So you mentioned Suicide Squad before. She was a depowered enchantress, enchantress yes. in this movie, um, and she was just as bad as that villain.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And it starts off with her escape from prison, which was probably one of the most poorly conceived in the sense of that would never happen escapes. I, yeah, I, it, it was just they could have done something better. You know, yeah. It, I,
0: You know, I agree with you in that the scene where the ambulance is just kind of out in the middle of the field where they threw the Molotov cocktail at the window—it's like, why are you doing this on a soundstage? Yeah, like that. It completely took me out of the movie. Hundred percent. So. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah.
1: So that's a. This is a perfect example of her character could have been very captivating, Mm -hmm. but like, like you said, it's a enchantress a bad ver- like depowered version of enchantress yeah that again we all know how bad enchantress was i mean and because she's I she's a
0: fine that. she was a fine actor like she did she yeah. did with what she had she did well like i'm not blaming her for it being a poorly written no, not character at all. not at all um just like you know we'll, we'll go back to star wars like i don't blame um kelly oh shoot um rose uh kelly train uh Kelly like, Tran, yeah. yeah. I don't blame Kelly Tran for Rose being a bad character. That wasn't her fault. She did fine. No. She was likable. Like you liked her. You you rooted for her like when you needed to root for her. It's just the writing made her not good again. Um and, and that was the case with with Isabel here. Is she was a she could have been this amazing matriarchal character. Do you ever see Savages? Um Yes. with with Tim Riggins and and Quicksilver and Blake Lively. Um
1: Tim Riggins. I love how you always call him Tim, R- Tim
0: Riggins. Um, like Tyler, Tyler Taylor Kitch. Taylor Kitsch and uh Aaron Taylor Johnson and Blake Lively. Uh so looking at the role that um not Sandra Bullock oh shoot. The lady from Desperado. Brain farts. Oh uh <sighs> selma Ed, hayek Annika. selma hayek yeah selma hayek yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like when i saw her i'm thinking uh, of you know anyway till, um,
0: so, selma hayek is an amazing villainess and savages and she yes. she's the savage right yeah she's the right. one who's savage and and isabella was not in and, and her her need for mike to be killed last when There were they were never dropping any kind of clues like anyone involved in this case is getting knocked off. It wasn't until they were all dead that Mike just was like, oh, wait a second. Oh, yeah. No, I did this whole thing, Marcus. Uh, We've been together for 25 years, but 24 years ago I did this thing. Um, I don't know if you caught that. Um, Yeah, that little that little continuity error. But yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, that that kind of bothered me. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, like she was so she she was she was she was pitted as like with her prison break, this very methodical savage, you know, just leader and you know, and, and it turned out like she was just um a scorned lover. And yeah. and that 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 reduced the your word gravitas of that character greatly. And, you know, it, it didn't need to be that way.
1: Yeah. It, it made her two dimensional.
0: And, it's, you know, that, yeah, not, no, no, it didn't even make her two dimensional. It made her yeah, it t- yeah, one dimensional. Like, yeah. She, that's there actually, was, there was no other dimension. She was just scorned.
1: I mean, if anything, she should have been more upset of him putting her in prison and then not being able to be with their son. Something along those lines. Yeah. And then, why she was like, her
0: ex-husband was even brought into it other than the fact that that's why she was in jail because he was her driver and he used her. Um, of course, without that, we, we didn't get the great line from from Marcus about like, oh, that's why you dress like a and walk like a drug dealer. Um, yeah, because she taught him the trade and, and everything. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I like, think it. As much as I do like this movie, like it's a problematic movie for sure. It's a, absolutely. Uh, what is it? It's the, the trilogy we didn't know we wanted. Um, you know, we, we had the Bill and Ted teaser trailer come out, you know, 30 years late for a trilogy, just like this one's 20 years late for a trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. Do we need to keep revisiting these movies? Like not, not just bad boys, but I'm talking about like these movies that did part one and part two and in you know the incessant need to do everything in, in in threes um thank you star wars and lord of the rings um yes. for really hammering all of that home but you know is was this movie necessary absolutely not no um not, will not i will i watch this movie again 100% you oh know. yeah, I'll watch it again. Um, I'm actually excited because Bad Boys One and Two are on Netflix, and probably over the next few days, I've got like four four episodes left in my rewatch of Blue Mountain State. I'm probably gonna go watch Bad Boys and then Bad Boys Two, and then watch this one again.
1: I I might watch Bad. I'll watch Bad Boys. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably watch Bad Boys Two just because I've only seen it once. Yeah. Uh, um, I've, I've watched Bad Boys the first one. I don't even know how many times I've seen it. Oh one.
0: yeah, that's that's like we wore the VHS tape of that guy out. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's just like I said, it's one of those things where it, it's a fine movie. It probably should have been different directors. Um mm-hmm. the script needed a little bit of punching up, or at the very least, you know, um a little bit more continuity and, and not so jumpy the way it was. Right. Um yep. But yeah, it's uh I don't know, like if I'm if I'm rating it right. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it, I don't know, a six out of ten.
1: Yeah, I'd probably go five and a half.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh,
1: that's on a good day. I,
0: I will say it looked great. Um It yeah. it, it, it looked really good. I thought uh, it sounded really good. I I liked the. Um, it did carry over that that Michael Bay like dun 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 like yeah. song um which is in uh this one and it was in Con Air, and it was in The Rock and um I don't there's think a it was in... here. Yeah, so yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh but yeah, it was I mean it's fine. And and so this is there there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of cool production stuff about this though. Um so they started uh they greenlit this in 2018. Um Joe Panaglione was talked they talked, you know, he was come back as Captain Howard. Um and then Katie Del Callisto joined in early twenty nineteen and then Teresa Randall came back as Teresa Marcus Marcus's wife, which was great. Um they actually filmed most of this in Atlanta. So yay tax credits. Uh shooting took <laughs> place in Mexico City. Um, and they did some, some some work in Miami. It wrapped in June of 2019. So, you know, there weren't a ton of special effects, but, you know, they, like you could tell they actually took their time with this. Nothing in this movie felt like it was rushed. Yeah, um, it felt
1: more like it, it was more from, like you said, a script perspective, yeah. not an actual filming perspective mm-hmm. that needed work and directing. But, yeah, um, yeah it, it's one of those movies that if I would have bought it, I'd have been a little bit annoyed. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been like, uh, X-Men last stand pissed off that yeah. I bought the movie. It would have been more like, huh, oh, I bought this movie. but so you like got you it said, for free. I, I, will...
0: I got it for ten ninety nine. Yeah. I was more than happy. Like after watching it, 10 was, watch it 1099 again. was uh, a fine yeah. price to pay for this. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. So this was another one that was, uh, a revolt, uh, uh, resolved around the, uh, coronication closing of theaters in mid-march uh it was released on 4, 4k ultra hd oh wait hold on, let me see it, so um it came out well oh, where'd my link go oh there it is all right sorry um <laughs> here we go it was released in january of 2017 um it made almost 500 million dollars box office um it was a 90 million dollar budget. So. Uh, like I said, it looked good. They made it for cheap. It it did well. Um, Like it did well enough that I I think Sony would be stupid not to do another one.
1: Again, I really like you said, you said this earlier as well. I really want one with the ammo folks being more centric, not like the expendables where, you know, the, the new kids and expendables actually have to get rescued. Mm -hmm. But the but the kids from ammo and like you said, have Mike being, you know, the running that have Rita being the liaison, you know, for the your know, police department like, and what what have you. I think
0: if you want to look at a movie, look at um the Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper A team, right? Let's let's do something mm-hmm. like that where they're they're solving a bunch of different crimes and then they get caught up in an overarching like villain who's coming yeah. for them. Um, and when they have
1: to do bad stuff, bring in Armando. Yeah, it could be
0: like, yeah, but it could be like Cole Hauser's character from Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious could be the bad guy, right? And just kind of loop them into the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, like I said, this one, um, it did, I mean, $419 $19 million worldwide for this against $90 million is huge. Um, that's,
1: I didn't, I did not know it did that well. Yeah,
0: it it did. Um, what was it? Where to go? Yeah, it did twenty twenty three point five million its first day, um, and that included the six point three six million on the Thursday night previews, um, and you know that that's like for this movie a sixty sixty eight million dollar opening, like, I I don't that's good. like this was never going to be a hundred and fifty million dollar opening, I, like I yeah. think. Uh you know if I had to guess I would think this movie probably was tracking around 50 to open and you know to do that the 3 day debut was 62 million and uh yeah it's the it was the second best opening for uh whatever holiday was around March 21st Easter um you know so or February was uh Presidents Day um but yeah it, it's it's a fine movie. It's a fun movie. It, you know, it made it. We're lucky that it made it to digital release much faster, like because it gave us something to watch due to the pandemic and 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 coronation. Um, I I personally think this is one. Um, oh, it's Martin Luther King weekend. Sorry. Um, I think this is one of those movies where they could release this as in theaters and VOD at the same time, and it would yeah. do gangbusters. Like it would make. It would probably do another, you know, four hundred million dollars worldwide in the theater, and it would probably do another like two hundred million worldwide just from the from the VOD stuff to 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 buy for twenty bucks, at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. For people to who buy, are not to, to rent. Go out.
0: Yeah, no, none yeah. of this rent for twenty bucks. Like that's just so greedy. Stupid. That's greedy bullshit. Um, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, this went up against Doolittle, which. uh, Oh, yeah. Right here. Oh, that, it was that, it was a it was, uh, it was, uh, it was an initially projected to do thirty five to forty five million dollars and it did sixty seven. And it's three day three day open. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, the critical responses are mostly positive. Rotten Tomatoes gave it seventy seven percent, which I know we don't put a ton of stock, but it's you know a metric. Um, lots of action. It says, uh, let's see, the website's critic consensus reads: Loaded up with action in a double heaping of leading man charisma, Bad Boys for Life reinvigorates the long dormant franchise by playing squarely into its strengths. I agree with that a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
0: So, uh, CinemaSin audiences gave, or not cinema CinemaScore audiences <laughs> gave CinemaSins. it a, gave it an A, uh, on an A plus to F scale. So you know. Uh, and that was equivalent to the first two films. They, they got A's. post track, it a 4.5 out of five stars, uh, 73% of respondents say they would definitely see it again. Um, the Tom McCarthy from the Hollywood reporter says the third time really is a charm. The two directors roll with ease between raucous comedy and raw drama to considerable effect, uh, just as they crank up the tension on a number of occasions, occasionally with palpable visceral impact. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think, I don't think the directors did that awesome of a job. I think yeah. that's the weak part uh, of this film is is the direction and and a little bit of the writing. And but yeah. I also think because Will Smith is just a goddamn treasure, um, and and you know Martin Lawrence is is great. He he's he's got amazing comedic timing, um, and Joey Pants is awesome. That. You know, those three saved a lot of it with just being as professional as they are.
1: Right. Yeah. And I did like the change in Smith's character. And at at first I didn't think they were going. I I still think they could have done a little bit better job with him as far as his growth from being shot and, you know, trying to deal with that. It's touched on a little bit. Not enough for me. But overall, I think like and I think he really shined in that conflict he has when Mm -hmm. he figures out that this guy might be his son. Yeah, that that was when Will Smith really just like really just captured his character.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100 percent. And then there's a sequel. So um, it says following opening week in box office success, the film Sony announced plans for a fourth installment with uh, Chris Bremner returning to write the script so i think that's a that that's all good news i think this this can be a very vibrant franchise i think they can they can probably get three more movies out of this um especially yeah. if they focus on the ammo kids
1: <laughs> yeah and do, do what? i mean look i mean you look at fast and furious who would have thought this would get seven eight nine movies and i mean they've re it, they yeah. keep reinventing themselves
0: right but i i so. don't think they have to so here, here's the nice thing, right? Is Will Smith and Martin Lawrence got the shit kicked out of them, right? Yeah. It, it's like Die Hard got to the point where John McClane was a superhero, and it wasn't fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Fast and Furious got to the point where they're all superheroes and they don't lose fights. Like, you know, yes, yeah. Michelle Ma- Michelle Rodriguez, you can definitely tell is a badass, right? But there's no mm-hmm. there's no way in consecutive, so there's no way in consecutive films that Gina Rodriguez is is gonna beat. Uh, yeah Gina Carano and and Ronda Rousey in consecutive films yeah. it just doesn't when no. when when she beat up Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey was peak UFC baddest woman on the planet when she yeah. beat Gina Carano in in you know Fast 6 um Gina Carano was still considered a badass woman um so yeah, Vin Diesel
1: in all of his yeah. fights, especially the one with the Rock. Oh, where, in Fast Five, <laughs> yeah, where the Rock has him. I think it was in a Kimura. I was like, "Look, you're not getting out of that, but you're not overpowering a guy like that in that position. You're, you're just not, not
0: overpowering anybody in that position for the most yeah, part, that's, because that's, of the like, leverage you're a that, mo- yeah.
1: yeah, unless you're a monster and that person you're is is smaller than you, and that's going to be difficult. Right. But someone that's bigger than you stronger than you
0: and is laying on top of, of you Why they have you in that role
1: you're not getting yeah. out of that in that so, like the way he did so. right
0: no you're right yeah um, but they were
1: superheroes yeah so. <laughs> it, it,
0: it's too much um it really is too much but but yeah so no i like i said I, i'm excited to to see this continue uh anything that brings more alexander ludwig to our screen yeah, yeah. It, it is uh is great uh charles melton who was rafe like i said was was surprisingly good cuz yeah. um you know i i did like when when he was like how do you know and and he's like uh your mom <laughs> or whatever yeah. that the mom <laughs> joke there was funny and
1: i like how that so. came back at the end too where they they finally kind of yeah
0: um yeah. so he is and this movie is on hbo uh or it might still be on hbo I don't, the son is
1: also a star yeah the
0: son is also a star he's the lead uh the male lead in in that so I'm definitely going to check that out because I want to see more yeah. with him in it.
1: And he was in Riverdale, which you don't need to check out.
0: I never watched Riverdale, so... Yeah, um, they I, lost
1: me. It, it, I, yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah, it looks like yeah. he was in two episodes of American Horror Story Hotel, and he was in an episode of Glee. Um, speaking of Riverdale, I, I watched... Uh, so, Oh, we're done with Bad Boys, right? We're good? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just real quick. I, I watched the final season of 13 Reasons Why, Um and I've always – like, I've enjoyed that show the whole time, right? I don't know why. It's mm-hmm. just this weird soap. It's just one
1: of those you enjoy? Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's because I like Dylan Minetti, um, who plays Clay. Uh, yeah. I think he would be a fantastic young Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Or he would be a fantastic young, like, Dick Grayson, Robin, pre-Nightwing.
1: I think um, I could see that more, actually. Yeah.
0: Anyway – uh, cuz he's kind of jacked like there there was a scene where he like took his like sweater or shirt off whatever and he was all ripped and like the girl was like whoa um so that there were a lot of really like interesting beats that happened in a show that finished filming 6 months ago with our world today um and it, it, if you haven't watched it if you haven't watched any of it don't don't <laughs> just don't watch it i mean it's it's very Depression heavy and and you know mental mental health and and things like that and and there's lots of trigger stuff in there so, um, but if you haven't watched it like definitely check out the fourth season it, it goes out with a very interesting controversial end which came from out of left field, um, and probably shouldn't have been ended the way it ended but um, I, I feel like it was a it was an interesting ending too to a very controversial show where Netflix has put a lot I mean this was like 13 Reasons was one of the Netflix tentpole series.
1: Yeah it's been what it's four seasons. Yeah,
0: four seasons and I mean but every season it got plenty of mainstream coverage because of the subject matter. So mm-hmm. um but if you have kids uh the there there's a there's an episode that deals with um uh, the school shooting drills and things like that. I think that might be an important one to watch and, 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 you know, talk to your kids about just because I know my daughter's school does these lockdown drills, which I th- would think were terrifying. Um, and, and the lockdown drill that they do in this, like, I, I do think I, I talked to, I talked to the kid about it after watching it. Like, Hey, tell me about, tell me more about these drills. Um, and and yeah so that's that's really all i wanted to touch on there (laughs) so yeah
1: i've never watched that show yeah uh Uh, well i mean netflix
0: netflix edited part of the first season they took out the girl's suicide like because they show her kill herself like the slitting her wrist and laying into the bathtub and you know just kind of fading away and it was this beautifully powerful like traumatic horrible scene and And some group complained about it and Netflix took it out. And it's like, why don't like, no, like, you know, you're you're censoring art. You're censoring something that don't
1: do this. Yeah, this is what you do. And again, as much as I have a issue with HBO temporarily pulling Gone with the Wind, what they're doing, I can understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, put a warning. Hey, this happens in here. There is a scene of graphic X,
0: Y or Mm -hmm. Z if you're well, easily offended they or did easily this. They, trigger, they do this before every do episode every okay, episode so. of of it has this has this you know warning um so there you go yeah so even you know like and and you know I, like you could do a closed caption thing underneath like hey skip ahead to this time like if you want to yeah. skip this scene click here like so that's something remember- they could do
1: and again this is going back. Uh did you ever play Modern Warfare 2? No. Okay, so there is a scene when they call No Russian and I'm okay. going to spoil it uh, and this is very controversial. So this is in 2010. Yeah. And it's a scene where is a you're the character going undercover with this Russian guy that he's like he's a bad guy. So you go in undercover with him and his group and they go into this uh Russian airport and all all he oh, says on yeah, the other side. yeah, I've heard about he's that. He's like yeah. He's like, remember, no Russian. Mm-hmm. And they shoot up the airport. Yeah. But before the game starts, it says there is a very intense scene. If you want to skip it, you can hit yes or mm-hmm. no. And I think they do it before it, or I can't remember. Yeah. But I know before, and that was like 2010, uh, you know, nowadays, which, no, it's surprising. They actually did the remastered version, and they didn't censor it, which I was actually, yeah. and it just came out a couple months ago.
0: Very cool. So, So all right well hey on that downer of a note um (laughs) make sure to uh check us out at infamouspodcast.com check out our uh presenting sponsor this week cbs all access there's uh, a ton of great content on there right now and you can get a week free with uh going to com slash cbs cbs and you know if you want to help us out you like what you hear uh check out our Patreon. That is the best way to support the show outside of five-star reviews on pod chaser or Apple podcasts. And, uh, yeah, as always, like, if you want to have us talk about anything or whatever, you can reach out to contact at if dot podcast.com or hit us up on social. Uh, I've been trying to share more on Instagram. I don't know if you noticed, Daryl. I've been sharing memes lately. <laughs> Actually, I've been, I've been taking all the memes. I typically email you and I'm, I'm, starting to put them so on yeah i've
1: i've, so. I've had a, a, a kind of a break from social media yeah. and instagram which i think i'm going to kind of try to wean my way back into it yeah so so yeah so i've I'll just
0: been I, i've been trying to do just kind of funny memes um you know that's
1: actually pretty good Yeah. mostly
0: based around star wars let's let's like, be <laughs> honest that's my life oh i rewatched the fourth season of uh rebels as well <laughs> Um, oh, over the last few days, I can't, I can't not say that it didn't get dusty. Um, <sighs> pretty much like, the whole just think, time.
1: I'm, I'm thinking about a certain scene right now and I'm just like, oh man.
0: Dude, the entire, the entire like last episode with what Ezra does there with the Pergil. Like, yeah. um, like, so when, when Angel watches a star is born, she like essentially starts crying like 15 from, seconds from... into the movie. Right. <laughs> um, like that's how I was for that like whole episode. I'm like, <gasps> not ezra (laughs) not him why (laughs) anyway um but yeah all right on that note uh thank you guys for listening we'll see you or well you'll hear us next week you won't see us um and maybe there will actually come into the studio for for uh a change since uh since we're allowed to um you know socially undistance a little bit
1: I've been shaking people's hands since March So I I just go up to random people in stores And they look at me weird No, just kidding Well, I told
0: you I just walk up and lick people on the cheek So, you know (laughs) I do have a friend that I see at the gym now And he always, like, reaches out to shake my hand And I always shake it (laughs) like just out of like (laughs) like i'm like and i I shake and i'm like oh i probably shouldn't have done that
1: but you're gonna be asked to leave one of these days at the gym they're gonna like i'm sorry sir you're gonna have to leave
0: that's not why i'm gonna be asked to leave at the gym but (laughs) 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 anyway on that note i will uh i'll talk to you later (laughs) thanks guys bye see ya The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, with new episodes out every Sunday. You can find more information about the show online at infamouspodcast.com. or are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Infamous Podcast. You can su- subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast, or check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash infamous podcast for our new tiers and rewards. The Infamous Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Brian Tudor, with music provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Brian Tudor. So whenever you're listening to the show, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Later.